renovation shows and reality, reality TV shows pepper our screens, don't they? And images and stories behind them about lives being changed and the befores and afters. And according to the Master Builders Association, um, home renovations in 2018 were at a 14-year high. People get inspired by and notice the difference of a renovation that's taking place and a transformed home. But what about a renovated or a transformed life? Think for a moment about the Apostle Peter. A few thousand years ago, in the final days of Passion Week, he jumped on this roller coaster ride. One minute, he's, de- um, he's declaring undying, emphatic allegiance to Jesus. Others will leave you, Jesus. Others may go, but not me. They may stumble and fall, but not me, Jesus. You can count on me. I've got your back, Jesus. Within hours, by flickering fire, he denies Jesus completely. Once, well, it might have been a misunderstanding. Twice, perhaps he misheard the question. But thrice was just as emphatic and a denial as you can get. Those who live in fear live without hope. But within days, we have evidence of Peter standing before crowds, standing tall, living a hope-filled life, living a fearless life. In Acts chapter 4, verse 13, Peter and his mate John are standing before many of the same, if not all of the same people, who handed Jesus, John and Peter's leader, over to Pilate to be executed. In Acts 4.13, speaks of the catalyst, the ingredient that uh, catapulted these men out of the scary shadows into the fearless light. Acts 4.13. The members of the council were amazed when they saw the boldness of Peter and John, for they could see that they were ordinary men with no special training in the scriptures. They also recognized them as men who had been with Jesus. These two were high school dropouts. But they flunked scripture class. But they never made it to uni. But they didn't have letters after their name or a diploma on the wall, but their school was the school of fishing and nets hung on their wall. But when they had been with Jesus and being with Jesus had renovated them, being with Jesus had transformed them. Sure, Spending time with Jesus and seeing him die freaked them out. But encountering the resurrected Jesus turned these people into fearless followers of Jesus. Hope-filled followers of Jesus. 
because of what we celebrate today, he is risen. Because Jesus is and continues to be risen. We too may encounter, we too may be renovated by the resurrected Jesus. Today, we bear witness to Julie and Michelle who want to live a courageous, renovated lives transformed by the living Jesus. It's not quite a recipe for always getting it right, but it is their desire, the desire of Michelle and Julie to declare that they have been, that they have encountered the power of the living Jesus in their life. And that there is an ongoing and incredible renovation, an exciting transformation that they and many like you here today, that they publicly declare their hope-filled lives, their fearless lives of following Jesus. So if today you have found yourself retreating back, back into the shadows, if you found yourself holding back out of fear, if you found yourself settling for bland rather than pursuing the bold, then today be encouraged. Today be brave. Today be aware that Jesus loves you. Love that saw Jesus pass from life through death to live forever again for you. Today, remember that fear and death has lost its sting. Today, because of this Resurrection Sunday, live fearless lives as followers of Jesus. As was read earlier, Romans 6 reminds us, since we have been united with him in his death, we will also be raised to life as he was. We know that our old sinful selves were crucified with Christ so that sin might lose its power in our lives. We are no longer slaves to sin, for when we died with Christ, we were set free from the power of sin. And since we died with Christ, we also live with him. We are sure of this because Christ was raised from the dead and he will never die again. Death no longer has any power over him. When he died, he died once to break the power of sin. But now that he lives, he lives for the glory of God. So you should also consider yourselves to be dead to the power of sin and alive to God through Christ Jesus. I want to invite Julie and Michelle to come on up. And if there's any kids that want to be a special part of the baptism and want to see the baptism, then you can always come and sit in the front row here. We'll try not to splash you too much. Um, but uh, come on up, uh, Michelle and Julie. Come on over. Like, yeah, just lean up against the baptistry. It's pretty solid. It shouldn't break. Um, so it's really, really exciting to have you both uh, wanting to be baptised today. So if I was to ask you the question, so why do you want to be baptised, how would you respond to that? Let's go with Julie first. Oh, first of all, um, oh, just, oh, how can I say this? 
I'm a bit nervous, but I'm. Right. I wanna. I wanna follow Christ more and yep. be more like Him. So yeah. Yeah. And for you, Michelle, when you think about being baptized today, why do you want to be baptized? <coughs> Sorry, Susie. Well, um, it's a long story. Okay. The thing is, like, um, I always thought like being baptized meant like if I got baptized, then I would be like if I ever committed a sin, I would be a bigger sinner. So I was always hesitant. And however, like when we had the baptism series, I realized that it was very selfish of me to always ask for Jesus' help and support and guidance, whereas I had not fully accepted him by being baptized. As David said, um, baptism means uh, giving myself wholly in obedience to him. So I thought then, yes, I mean, I should... I mean, if I follow Jesus and I believe in him, I should be baptized. And and it so happened that David mentioned that there we were going to have baptism service, I mean, baptism done on Easter Sunday. So I thought that was a very good um, sign that I needed to give myself publicly, uh, give, my, um, give my obedience to Jesus. So, yes. Fantastic. <laughs> That's great. And we recognize that just because someone gets baptized does not suddenly make them perfect. We recognize that just by being baptized doesn't give you superpowers or anything like that. But being baptized is a desire for people to say, hey, listen, Jesus, you died for me and you came to a resurrected life because of your love for me. You died for my sins. And my desire to be baptized is to go into the water to basically symbolically say, I have made a decision internally that I'm dying to an old way of life and I'm coming up out of the water to symbolize that I'm living a new life, a new life of following Jesus. And so there's no special powers, there's no um, major, you know, thing that takes place as a result of it apart from and the most significant thing is the step of obedience to say hey listen i'm prepared to publicly declare that jesus is my lord and i want the world to know it and that's really exciting and so i'm going to invite roger to come up as well because roger's going to be involved in michelle's baptism and um Julie and I, um, I'm going to baptise Julie first. Now, in, in Queensland, in churches that I've been a part of, we m- made sure that we had plenty of iced water in the baptistry to make sure that it was a really enlivening experience. But apparently you don't do that down here. No, um, we don't do that. Um, but um, we've, it, it's not special water. It's just tap water. But it's the symbolism of what it means to say, I'm wanting to die to my old way of living and I'm wanting to live a life according what Jesus wants me to do because Jesus is my boss. All right. We have floaty steps, so. Julie, have you accepted Jesus to be your Lord and Saviour and is it your desire to follow him all your life? Yes, I've accepted him as my Lord and Saviour. Fantastic. Get the three.
Julie, based on your profession of faith, I baptise you in the name of the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit. Jesus, we thank you for the life of Julie. We thank you for her love for you. We thank you for her desire to follow you in the waters of baptism. You were baptised as an example to us. And Julie's desire is to follow you in all areas of her life. We ask that you would continue to empower and enrich her life, both now and in the days ahead. For your glory. Amen. Michelle, do you agree to continue to put your trust in Jesus and to, to the best of your ability, obey and follow him for the rest of your life? Yes, I will, I shall and I have. <laughs> <laughs> on the basis of that confession, Michelle, it is my pleasure now to baptise you in the name of the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit. Let's pray, shall we? Our loving Heavenly Father, we thank you for Michelle's witness today, for her commitment to be baptised and follow Jesus in that way. We pray for your guidance and strength and help to be with Michelle in her walk with Jesus and in that path of discipleship. May she get to know Jesus more deeply and also you, the one and only living eternal God. For we ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. <laughs>